tickets. Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimo's Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at southbaytoyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at Sammy'sOriginal.com. Racing fans, join us on Big Game Sunday for great racing and good times at Spectacular Santa Anita. Special early first post time is at 11 a.m., so whether you like the Chiefs or the Eagles, get your Big Game Sunday started with us here at Spectacular Santa Anita with free admission, parking, drink specials, and Serona Sports Bar, and much more. Sunday's racing will be highlighted by the $100,000 Lady of Shamrock Stakes for three-year-old fillies at a mile on turf. Make plans to celebrate Valentine's Day with us next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with reserved seating and a Valentine's gift basket, visit our website for details. Fans, be sure to check out our all-new first Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout, covering five races at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each weekend throughout our classic meet. And don't forget, we offer free admission and parking each Friday, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Just east of Pasadena and Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. Thoroughbred owners and breeders, if you're looking for a full-service, professionally managed facility right here in Southern California, look no further than George Yeager's BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. From conception to starting gate, from breeding, mare care and foaling, to racetrack preparation, and state-of-the-art rehabilitative care, BG Thoroughbred Farm is the place for you. Owned by George Yeager and managed by Marcos Menavar, BG Thoroughbred Farm is located atop 51 acres of prime sandy loam and is just 90 minutes from Santa Anita, Del Mar, and Los Alamitos. With a 5-8 mile training track that includes a starting gate, BG has 28 pastures with year-round grass, along with a layup barn that includes runout pins and numerous sand pins for turnouts that'll keep your horse safe and ready to return to racing. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit bgthoroughbredfarm.com or give Marcos Menavar a call at 951-654-9100 BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hammett. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California-bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626 448 6455 mention thoroughbred la radio and save 10 percent off your total invoice western rooter the best in the west there they go o'hara lost the rider native diver is going to the front gamely and rising market nose and nose and gamely is the winner by a nose rising It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by Spectacular Santa Anita Park. Proud host of the Breeders' Cup World Championships in November. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from Top Jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange. South Bay Toyota and Villafort of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. Come see us and check out our stallion roster for 2023. Visit our website or schedule an in-person farm tour with Marcos Menavar. By Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Rags and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein, betonbruce.com. By the all-new Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food. Great customer service and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Mary Jungers and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. And now, here's Mike Wilman. 
Thank you, Leilani Mabri, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us on Super Bowl Sunday. And if you're going to the races today, folks, uh, you better get going. First post time today for an eight-race card at 11 a.m. at Santa Anita. So, so much going on, so much to talk about. Uh, First things first, good news regarding jockey Joe Bravo. And if you were following the races yesterday at Santa Anita, just a a very, very unfortunate incident uh, at about the quarter pull uh, of our, our future race yesterday. It was the ninth of 10, the Sweet Life Stakes. And Joe was on a filly uh, by the name of Decorated My Life. And just as they were getting ready to, to transition from the, the dirt crossing back to the turf, uh, she went wrong. Joe was thrown. The good news from his agent, Matt Nakatani, this morning is Joe was released last night from Huntington Memorial Hospital in Pasadena at about 11, a, 11 p.m. All x-rays negative. Uh, according to Matt, he passed all tests, was in very good spirits last night. But Joe, you know, he's been through this. Uh, guy who's been riding a long, long time. He wants to see how he feels later this morning. Uh, some additional good news for, for Joe. Uh, he only rides one race today, and it is uh, the, the, the eighth and final, the $100,000 Lady of Shamrock for George Papadramo, and he's on a filly by the name of A.G. Bullet. So uh, apparently uh, Joe is just going to see how he feels and, and then uh, make a determination as to whether or not he's going to ride. The great news is... No broken bones. He checked out okay, and he's back home this morning. So very, very happy to report that. So much to talk about. Uh, had an impressive winner of the Withers uh, yesterday at Aqueduct. Grade three, quarter million dollar hit show for Brad Cox. I know John Hardoon uh, is all over that situation. Let's get back to him right now on this big game Sunday. Hey, John, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Mike. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Uh, early first post time today. A lot going on, and this, let's face it, this has become a national holiday. Uh, happy to report I'm going to be hooking up with one of my kids later today. So a lot to look forward uh, to, a lot to be thankful for. First of all, though, your thoughts on hit song, how good do you think he is? Hit well, show, uh, rather. He's pretty good, Mike. Uh, you know, he got a great setup because uh, one of the choices, uh, Arctic Arrogance was busy fighting with an 80-to-1 shot, and he was just sitting a perfect trip. And Manny Franco gave him a great ride. You know, you take Baffert, Pletcher, and Cox, and they have one-third, one-third Unreal. of all the horses, you know, uh, nominated for the Derby. So that's three guys that uh, pretty much control what's going to happen. And you need look no further than, than Brad Free's Derby Watch. Uh, you know, Jay Pribben did it for so many years. Uh, Brad has, has taken on the assignment now. It's going to be every Friday leading into the Kentucky Derby. And last Friday, February 10th, Baffert has seven out of the top 20 Derby prospects, uh, including the number one prospect uh, on Brad's sheet. That's Arabian Night. So, uh, it, you know, it's, it's uh, as Roger Stein used to say, kind of an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, we're going to see the way it's going to play out in the courts because obviously, uh, you know, uh, he's having a hard time. They're giving him a hard time in Kentucky, so all these horses are going to have to be transferred to other trainers like last year. It's a mess. It's terrible for the game, but uh, they just dragging it on, and that's what they want to do. And again, by February 28th, I believe all these horses, if he doesn't win the case, are going to be transferred. Yeah, Churchill, uh, arbitrarily, it's their race. They moved up the deadline from what they had last year, and if uh, 
you know, these horses, if they want to get Derby eligible, if if Bob runs second in court again in Kentucky, uh, these horses have to be transferred by the end of the month. So it, as I've said so many times, it's just cast a pall over the game, and it continues. Uh, we, we can't get this Derby in the books fast enough, just in my personal opinion. I agree, Mike. Not only that, you're going to have only, a, you know, a head, not a handful of races, but a, enough races, and he's going to have all these horses running against each other to get points. It's yeah. going to be a mess. I don't know. You know, there are going to be horses that are going to be forced to be left out because they have to run against each other, and the question is, are they going to earn enough points? It's a mess. It's bad, like we said. And uh, after this year's derby, hopefully they're done with it. You know, John, in handicapping the races uh... – Last night, this morning, there's a couple of maidens at Santa Anita today in the sixth race. They ran against a Derby prospect that that was with Bob Baffert, Harlow Cap. Uh, he he's been transferred and was entered yesterday in the Risen Star for next Saturday uh, down there at Fairgrounds. He's now uh, the trainer of record is Steve Asmussen. So it looks like those folks moved early and Harlow Cap. Pretty impressive maiden winner at Santa Anita last time out. He's he's going to be uh, he's going to be going in the Risen Star down there in New Orleans next time out on Saturday. Yeah, and I think Cox is running three horses against him. So again, you know, <laughs> the yeah. rich get richer in this game, and uh, it's unfortunate unfortunate for the little guys. But you know, when you get a horse that makes it, it becomes a terrific story. John, uh, set the scene at the Big A today. What's the weather like? Uh, it's uh, cool. It's in the 40s, but uh, no precipitation, no rain or snow, so that's good. By the way, people that are handicapping the coast-to-coast uh, pick five, the races at Gulfstream were taken off the turf and moved to Tapita, huh. so your handicapping is all going to change now. I just want to give everyone a heads up. Well, always, always appreciate that. Looking forward to getting you back uh, in Hour 2. Speaking of Hour 2, John, Stay tuned. Uh, we got number 17, Billy Kilmer, coming on top of the next hour. Believe it or not, it's the 50th anniversary of his Super Bowl, Super Bowl Seven, where his Redskins ran second, 14-7, to the 17-0 Miami Dolphins. Uh, really interested in getting Billy's thoughts uh, on the game and the way everything's changed so much over the decades, and Kurt Hoover from FanDuel is going to follow Billy. But for you, uh, let's set the ball on the tee. Who do you like uh, somewhere back east today? Actually, Mike, we're going to go to Oakland today, and I'm going to look at the eighth race, and I like the number six horse in here. Can't believe it. This is a four-year-old filly from the Jimmy DeVito barn. Tyler Bay's aboard to ride. You know how Tyler Bay's is doing at Oakland, Mike? One for 74 with 18 seconds. Did you ever see a one for with 18 seconds? He's no. going to get one number two today in the eighth race on number six. Can't believe it. Six to one on the morning line in today's eighth race out at Oakland. Okay, uh, Oakland eighth race. My voice is leaving me for some reason. Number six. Can't believe it. Tyler Bay is up trying to get his second win of the meet. Tell us about the website j o n h a r d o n dot com. Three best plays ten dollars. Full car twenty five dollars. Today we have Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Oakland, and of course Santa Anita. John, thanks so much. Looking forward to getting you back on toward the end of, end of uh, hour two. Okay, Mike, hang in there. Thank you. Stay Ooh. safe and do well. We're trying. <laughs> Sorry about this, folks. Voice all of a sudden went in the ditch. Leilani, if you have anything in there, I'll take it. Let's get over to Glendale, Arizona right now, though, and uh, get a little update 
on what's happening uh, with Super Bowl 57. My good friend Steve Brenner over there uh, handling Radio Row all week, and he's kind enough to give us a couple of minutes this morning. Hey, Steve, good oh, morning. You're all choked up today. I don't know what happened. And believe me, I was in early. Hey, Steve, (laughs) first things first, uh, what about the police blotter? Any activity overnight? No, nothing. Nothing (laughs) happened. It's a a quiet Super Bowl. Well, it's not like it never has. Come on. Yeah, no, I know. There have been some problems in, in the past. Sometimes, but no, it's been a relatively quiet Super Bowl. Teams have been doing their business and getting ready for the game today. And uh, uh, I think it's going to be a a very exciting game. Great halftime show. And uh, just going to, it's a beautiful day. It's 76 degrees uh, uh, at kickoff. So, and the the roof is open. So, it should be uh, a great game. High scoring. Steve, I always tune out for the halftime show. So tell me, how many minutes should I set the egg egg beater for there? Uh, it's a thirteen. It's a thirteen minute show. That's and, all. Thirteen. Uh, okay. Thirteen, but they, you know, they have to get the they have to get the uh, the staging out there and the <clears throat> staging off. So you're talking, I'd say twenty five total minutes uh, for that uh, that time. So. You'll have plenty of time to get some more nachos and uh, be back at your desk to write the uh, feature race. Now, I'll be home by then, I hope. But anyway, oh, okay. so you're saying 25 minutes. All right. I, I don't have to watch it, do I, Steve? I think you should. You well, know. I won't. Anyway. You know, I don't I don't know if aren't, you're not a fan of Rihanna then, I guess. To be honest, I, I don't care who it is. That. I, I don't care who it is. I'm just not interested. Now, anyways, Steve-O, I understand the line is still a point and a half. Who do you like? Uh, I'm kind of leaning towards Philly uh, with a late field goal. Interesting. Steve, uh, enjoy the update. Appreciate it. And uh, are you going to go in and watch a game? Or are you? You heading over to the? the, I'm already. I'm over. I'm already here at the stadium. I know, but you've been gone so long. Once the game starts, I figured you'd hop in the sled and 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 burn it back to L.A. No, I'm no. I'm working with the entertainment media, so we got pregame show. Then we got halftime. You know, working with the media. You know that. What a tough assignment, Steve. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. I'll see you next week. All right. Steve Brenner uh, joining us from Glendale, Arizona, a little scene center there for Super Bowl 57. Let's get back to Louisville right now and say hello to uh, Ron Flatter on behalf of Horse Racing Nation and so much more. Hey, Ron, not much to talk about today. No, I just want to know if you got any tickets to whatever party Steve had on Friday night over there in Phoenix. I, I, you know, that's the important thing. If you get that with Steve, then you're doing well during Super Bowl week. Yeah, I wish I'd, I, I wish I'd asked him that, but a little bit too late now. I said a point oh, and on. a half. Is it is it still there? And tell us about yeah. some of the other props, over under, what have you? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's uh, locked. It's been locked solid. And in fact. <sighs> You know, I think we talked about it last week when uh, a couple books, or at least one book, uh, certainly the Westgate in Las Vegas, actually opened the game of Pick'em. And that didn't last at all. I mean, the, the Philadelphia money came in like crazy. I think it was Circa that might have put the number up at two, and then that meant that, uh, that took some Kansas City money. And don't forget, these books see what they're doing. I mean, they all see one another. Oh, I yeah. wouldn't. 
you know, I, Circa might have done that to go ahead and get some Kansas City money. You know, there's the old myth that books will put up a number to try to get 50% of the money on one side and 50% on the other. Yes. What they're really doing, though, and that, that actually seldom happens. They're trying to attract money from certain clients is what they're doing. And different books will put up different numbers based on their clientele. For years, you'd look at, say, the Mirage or the Win in Las Vegas, knowing that they might have had higher-end clientele, and they would write their number based on where they thought the rich folks would bet. Or places like, say, the South Point, the first place you come to coming in from Los Angeles would say, mm-hmm. hmm, if there's a Los Angeles team, let's go ahead and put the number based on that because we're going to get a lot of Los Angeles people coming in. So a lot of that happens. But by this point in the week, too much money has come in to be messing around with that, and you you can't nibble around the edges that much. So right now, it certainly is with the smart money coming in early and Philadelphia minus one and a half. The total at 50 and a half, you can still find some, actually I'm seeing some 51s, more 51s on the board hmm. than 50s. And then in terms of a money line, if you just want Philadelphia to win straight up, it's minus 115 to minus 120. So say minus 115, that means you bet 115 to make 100. If you like Kansas City to win outright, you bet 100 and you can get 105. So those are the numbers right now as we're seeing them. Uh, in Las Vegas. But you were asking about props. I'm, I'm curious what kind of props you, you, Mr. Willman, you'd be attracted to. Well, before we get there, I just want to throw this out to you. we got about seven sure. hours and nine minutes to game time, I think. Is there any chance the line could move in the next seven hours? Yeah. I think the problem, if it's going to move in any direction, it would. I would think it would go and, and get to two. It's certainly not getting to three. Mm-hmm. But it could get to two. I don't see it coming to one. Wow. Because what's the point? That's like it's that's just a dead number. I mean, in essence, what you're looking at here is if you like Philadelphia, win bet Philadelphia. If you like Kansas City to win bet Kansas City. The number isn't going to have a lot to say here. So I, I think that actually might be a bet. I wonder if we can bet if the number will move anywhere. Uh, I actually yeah, think right? we get longer odds. Yeah. You yeah. bet on pretty much everything on this game. And as far as I hadn't even thought of it, but as a as a prop, is there any number up there as to how many first downs Patrick Mahomes oh. might pass for? Yeah, oh, those numbers are out there, and I haven't. Uh, I okay. dug a, a little deep on some of these things, and I didn't go for some of the weird ones, like you know, will there be more holes in one at the <clears throat> golf? You know, at the golf tournament in Phoenix today on sixteen, and there will be uh, safeties or something like that. You know, those those exist. I don't. I don't really look at those. I know they get a little extra juice. They take a little extra juice on the coin toss. I see some places getting as much as 18 cents juice on the coin toss Jeez. when it's a 50-50 proposition. Should be a dime each way, right? Yeah. And you talk about big takeout. Oh, there you wow. go. But, uh, no, I've looked at some of this stuff that you talked about, but, uh, uh, no, at this point, uh, I don't know what it would be. But, yes, those bets do exist. And, and as far as the game uh, itself, Ron, what about Mahomes? You personally, do you think he's going to be as as mobile as he was two weeks ago? More so, yeah. less so? What do you think? I think it'd be about the same. I think they, you know, got him. I think they managed the injury to where it needed to be. I think the problem is, as you get later in the season and deeper in the playoffs and right into the Super Bowl, the defenses are that much better. These are two, you know, these are the two one seeds for a variety of reasons. The fact that they both have really good defenses and the fact that their offenses can click. I, my edge goes to Philadelphia because I think their offensive line, we've heard this all week, 
their offensive line it may be one of the best offensive lines that's out there. And if you're looking at sack props, I'm not saying that Kansas City won't get uh, to Jalen Hurts because this is, that is that good a defense. And the, and the point has been made that Philadelphia did not play that many teams with playoff records or over 500 records or whatever the number was, whatever the optic was that measured the quality of opponent. And you could say didn't do that well against those teams. But I, as I look at it, I just think, you know, it, offensive lines mean a lot to me. I think when they are as cohesive and as strong and as healthy as Philadelphia's has looked, that's why I've gone with Philadelphia. I'm going to lay the, the point and a half. I've even done this. This is something you can do if you're really that confident in it. You can change the point spread into your value favor. So I'm actually also putting in a bet. It's called a pleaser, except you don't have to do it like a teaser with another team. And I can lay seven and a half and get plus two thirty-five. So that's more than two to one. The Philadelphia one will win by more than seven and a half. It's not my main bet, but that's a sprinkle. Uh, so you can look at it that way as well. And as far as Mahomes is concerned, I think what you saw two weeks ago is what you're going to get this week. And uh, you know we'll see how this goes. I think also. And there's Jalen Hurts isn't exactly 100 percent for this game either, Mm -hmm. but I also think Philadelphia with that offensive line has more options as to what it can do. I want to ask you about the the KC offensive line and Timmy. You know, football 101, you got to run the ball to to throw the ball. Can Kansas City move the ball on the ground against the Eagles today? Oh, I don't buy that you have to do that anymore. Not the way the rules have been written in the NFL for the last 15 to 20 years. I think you throw the ball to run it. So, uh, you know, you might see some of that where it's established and you sort of put in a token play and then it's just, it's almost like, almost like working a horse with a maintenance work before you tighten them the next time out. I, I don't know that that really matters as much. And I think the other part of that is that Mahomes is such a threat on his own. Even, you know, 70% of Mahomes is just because of his freelance ability that the linebackers in and space, even the secondary yeah. have to be off. Yeah. They have to be. They have to be very, very, uh, you know, I guess mobile or whatever the word, malleable. Respectful. So I don't know that that's yeah. – yeah. I'm not going to say the run's not important. In fact, one of my uh, one of my prop <clears throat> plays goes to it. But I think – I just think the old days of, you know, the run sets up the pass, they're, they're long gone. And I would like to see that come back, honestly. I think we've turned into, you know, it almost looks like six-on-six passing leagues uh, occasionally, although I don't think it's going to be the case today. Now, speaking of props, you just jogged my mind here. Is there anything about how many pass interference calls would be called total? Yeah. Oh, oh gosh, yes. I they, I saw it. I don't remember what the number was. Yeah. But yes, that number is out there. Penalty numbers out there. Uh, there's uh, what was the one? I saw something. Uh, uh, ejections is out there. A number of unsportsmanlike is out there. There they are mm-hmm. out there. Believe me. I uh, a couple of sites I went to have so had they. They layer it in pages, so you go to a web page and, or, or on your on your app and you click it, and then it's like, okay, this is going to be the one that tells me the quarter by quarter score, or something like that. Each one of them has like fifty options, so even within each of these pages, it's layered with option after option after option. And I think part of that is these books are trying to keep up with one another so that they can end up handling more money because they know there's such a competition for it today. Let's shift gears. Uh, let's go to Bob Baffert. Uh, you've been covering this entire saga, you know, since uh, the bad test came down with Medina Spirit, the 2021 Derby. His, this is his last go in court to try to be able to to have uh, a number of three-year-olds perhaps running in his name on Derby Day, the first Saturday in May at Churchill. 
Is it likely there's going to be a decision rendered this week? I don't know. I, you know, long ago I stopped betting on attorneys and judges what they're going to do. I think the bigger question is whether the judge is going to have to kick herself off the case after Bob's side found out that her husband is a lobbyist for the jockey club. So I think with that, I don't. I think that that's the bigger question. And if she does kick herself off the case. Do they have to start from square one there? Wow. There is the conspiracy theory that Churchill Downs knew this all along and had concocted some sinister notion that they could get this to her and that they would know that they could, that this trump card, for lack of a better way of putting it, could be pulled out and then just delay everything until they just can't get a decision before the February 28th deadline. But I think it's a bigger issue right now as to whether the judge uh, can Rebecca Grady Jennings can continue to preside over this and even make the ruling after the motion was made by uh, Clark Brewster this past week for her to recuse herself. And uh, look, she she wasn't very uh, thrilled with the fact that uh, Clark had suggested that she and Churchill Downs had had a private conversation between the two days of the hearing in order to create the evidentiary rules and the testimony rules that Clark felt disadvantaged Bob. And she put very stern words to him, threatening, look, I'll, I'll issue some court discipline if you ever think to bre- breach uh, that possibility, approach that possibility again. Wow. Uh, well, we'll stay tuned, Ron. Uh, good luck to you covering everything. Uh, <laughs> how about a best bet somewhere, somehow, for radio today? Let's start with the Super Bowl. Like I said, Philadelphia, lay one and a half. That's a minus 110 situation like it normally would be. Lay seven and a half, and it pays back plus 235. Mike Sanders, will he or won't he score a touchdown for Philadelphia, the running back for the Eagles? Even money, I say yes. Will the MVP be a tight end? Some dynamic ones in this game. 9-1, to 9-1 to one that the MVP will be a tight end. I'd like longer odds, but I'll take nine. And I'll give you something that will pay off early. Will the opening kickoff be a touchback? Plus 135? No. I'm going to go with that. And finally, it's Santa hmm. Anita. For the uh, seventh race today, the finale, uh, we're going to look at the, uh, pardon me, uh, where am I here? The eighth race finale. Uh, Lady Shamrock, of course, three-year-old Phillies going a mile on the turf. And I'm going to go with tea and conversation, looking like the second choice on the morning line at 5-2 to two for McCarthy and Rispoli. I look at the fact that this horse had trouble in the Blue Norther, but did make up ground at the end. And I also like the fact that, you know, on the turf, making up ground, getting first run, can be a good thing. So I'm looking at number two team conversation today in the Lady Shamrock at Santa Anita. Good early time for that finale. Yeah, and of course, uh, team conversation uh, flattered by the fact that uh, the winner or the the runner up, I should say, uh, in that uh, Blue Norther came back to win yesterday's feature, The Sweet Life, mm-hmm. and that was Manhattan Jungle for Michael McCarthy with Frankie DeToria aboard, but you're going to Umberto Rispoli today for McCarthy. Number two, tea and conversation in race eight, post-time 2.30. That's a full hour in front of big uh, big game Sunday uh, game time, so plenty of time there. Ron, always enjoy the chat. All the best to you. We'll talk next week. All right, Mike. Talk to you then. Real good. And, folks, a couple of notable passings. Uh, a week ago today, uh, a guy I considered a good friend, John Barr, long-time owner-breeder here in California, was a director with the Oak Tree Racing Association, past president of the CTBA. He and his wife, Betty, headed up Oakcrest Stable. They had horses most recently with Sean McCarthy. He bred good quality California breads. He passed at age 93 this past Sunday, and he'll be missed. And as everybody by now knows, 
the legendary Burt Backrack uh, left us this past Wednesday at uh, at age 94. We'll pay tribute to Burt via Diane Warwick this hour. That'll do it for this segment. We'll come right back with John Lindo and a whole lot more. This is Thoroughbred L.A. Walk on. Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at The Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating we can't wait to go back there you have it take the 605 to the 405 exit at seal beach boulevard west to pacific coast highway and you're there at 16401 pch go ahead and get away for the day make your sunset suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 that's sunset suites at 562-592-2292 life's a beach so enjoy it at sunset suites 
from Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii, and unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimmel's, you'll be glad you did. Welcome back. My sincere thanks to Leilani Mabree, working solo here this morning at the Big A, making it happen. Let's get down to Carlsbad right now and check in with John Lindo. Hey, John, good morning. Hope you're having a good Super Sunday so far. Yeah, looking forward to the early post time, watching some racing, and then they get on to the football. Just got an update uh, from Jason Egan in the racing office at Santa Anita. Uh, Joe Bravo is uh, going to take off mounts today. Uh, Frankie DeTore. Uh, picks up number four AG Bullet for George Papapadramo three to one on John White's morning line in race eight. AG Bullet now to be ridden by Frankie Dettori. So hopefully Joe's going to be okay and uh, be able to come back and ride on Friday. Well, overall, a great great report that he got. You know, he was released from the hospital last night. He's going to be fine. And obviously, not surprised that he's body sore for today, but uh, yeah. could have been could have been worse. So I'm glad to hear Joe's okay. He was riding great yesterday too. I said you were in Carlsbad. Are, are you, in fact, up in Vegas, John? No, I, I am in okay. Carlsbad today. I'll, I'll be out, I'll be out there next weekend for the longer weekend. I was kind of concerned because I saw where the uh, the the mayor, I think, of Vegas, or was it the governor? I can't remember. There was a state of emergency declared up there because there was a problem getting gasoline from the refinery here in L.A. up to Vegas via pipeline. But I'm hoping that uh, the situation has gotten better. It was shut down for a period of time, and apparently they had long lines up there at all the gas stations. I, from what I understand, the, the supply of the gas out there in Nevada is fine. It's just, you know, 
you read this stuff, oh, there's a, you know, a problem getting new supplies in. Everybody panics and goes and yeah. loads up all the cars and everything. I think they're fine out there. And you know, if you're stuck, just go to the casino and enjoy yeah, yourself. Yeah, there you go, John. <laughs> That's just a, a kind of a catch-all. When in doubt, just, just duck into the casino and everything's fine, right? Yeah, exactly. The South Point will take care of you. Well, your thoughts uh, on the Super Bowl, John. Any, any strong opinions? Do you get involved? Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I'm glad that they don't have to do the pre-race vet checks out there or else guys like Mahomes and, and Jalen Hurts probably wouldn't be able to play today. But uh, I, I, like, uh, I like Philadelphia a little bit. Their offensive and defensive lines are so good. And I just think you know, if everybody stays healthy, they can control the ball a little bit and uh, take away the number of possessions from Kansas City. I don't think either team's going to stop the other from scoring. These offenses are too good. But I'll give a little edge to Philadelphia in the game today. Now I know Neela calls the shots in the Lindo household, but therefore, what what's up with the halftime show? Do you have to suffer through the entire thing, John? Uh, she can watch all she wants. I'm gonna I'll take a break and uh, <laughs> go for a walk around the block or something, and then come back and watch the second half. Or duck in a cup, couple of quick beers, and 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 then you know get back for the game. I don't know. It, it's just to me, like I told Ron Fighter, it doesn't matter who's performing. I'm just not interested. I'm really not. Uh, it depends, you know, if it catches, uh, my attention fine, but in, in general, I, I just, uh, you know, there's uh, snacks to be had and, and, uh, second half <laughs> wagers that we can get involved in and all that other stuff. Right. Uh, now before we get to a selection today, I mentioned Brad freeze doing the, uh, the Derby watch and daily racing form. You guys had him on yesterday and two guys dominating things right now. It doesn't look like it's going to change all that much. Well, unless there's something done in court. Uh, Bob Baffert and Brad Cox. What do you make of the three-year-old situation right now? Well, I, I agree. I, I just—it's so top-heavy between Fletcher, Brad Cox, and, and and the horses trained by Bob Baffert. Uh, you know, they they dominate almost a third of the uh, nominations out of 369. Almost a third are just those three trainers. It's just amazing yeah. uh, how they've all uh, you know gone condensed into those small one uh, few people and. Uh, uh, I, I think right now you just have to pay attention where these guys are going. They're going to control how these races shape up, the derby perhaps, and, and you obviously they're gonna, they'll keep their horses apart if they possibly can. So it'll be tough to get a read head-to-head until they have to face each other. It's kind of it's just a microcosm of where the game has gone. I mean, you think back over the years, we've had smaller barns with big horses win the Kentucky Derby. Think about it, 40 years ago, a guy named David Cross came out of Canada, and he had a horse named Sonny's Halo, and he trained him in the swimming pool at Hollywood Park. It was a great story. He got in a beef with Angel Cordero's agent. Eddie D ends up on the horse. Larry Snyder had ridden the horse one time. And uh, I, I don't know. I just think the game was better when you had when you had more diversity with where these good horses were. Well, we talk about all this, and you look at 2022. A, a guy claims the horse. Uh, Eric Reed and Rick Strike, they yep. get the money in the Kentucky Derby. So it can happen. You just never know where the Derby winner is coming from. Just know that, uh, you know, some barns have a, a lot more chances at it than the small guy. No doubt about it. The, the, the laws of probability. Well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get to it. Uh, who, who's your best bet today, John? I'll go to the fifth race today at Santa Anita, Mike. In the fifth race, number eight, Foolish, ran a huge first time out. Got beat a length and a half, sprinting on the Santa Anita turf, was second to a filly named Itzel, who came back out of this maiden claimer to run third yesterday in the street life down the hill. 
So it was a good race. It steps up into a maiden special weight. I don't think the class jump's going to hurt her. And she's got turf experience where a couple of the, the more fancy horses do not. I think that's going to give her the edge. Flavian Pratt looks like he's back on key again. Mm-hmm. Seven to two in the morning line, number eight. Foolish, race number five, Santa Anita. And with first post time at 11 a.m., uh, post time for race five. We're going to be on time today. It is at uh, 12.59 Pacific. And again, uh, a Super Bowl prognostication, John. Well, on the, the the sheet I put out at the South Point, I, I, I put down a score of, uh, of Philadelphia 30, Kansas City 23. Okay, wow. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting, as, as it always is. And encourage everybody, get up to the South Point in Las Vegas, folks. That toll-free number to call, 866-780. Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, race. It's 866-780-7223. And also, John, I mentioned earlier the, the passing of John Barr with the CTBA for so many years, past president and a significant breeder along with his wife, Betty. They, they had Oak Crest Stable. I can just tell you, a first-class act, and uh, these kind of people, very difficult to replace. He put a lot of time and effort into trying to make uh, the California racing industry better, and like you say, was involved with the horse racing board and, and for a number of years in the CTBA, and uh, a, a good man. Uh, again, Oak Crest Stable was around forever, and, uh, you know, sorry to lose guys like this because we're just not going to be able to replace them. And he was involved uh, with, the, you know, the uh, the Oak Tree Racing Association. Just a very well-reasoned guy, and he knew the game inside out, the people in it, and, uh, again, a, a class act. One other thing, and I know you and Bob talked about it at length, but uh, the passing of Burt Backrack and I was on the periphery and, and got to know him via Marge Everett and Bill Shoemaker many years ago. Uh, Bert was very close w- with Marge uh, for a period of time, as, as well as Shoe and his wife, Cindy. And uh, th- this is a guy that made major contributions to our game. And, of course, he was beyond a giant I- in the world of entertainment. Well, you know, everybody knows his catalog of music, but he was huge in the racing industry. Yeah. Really. He, he bred soul in the matter. West Virginia bred, almost won the very first Dubai World Cup, ran second to Cigar, mm-hmm. uh, Heartlight number one, named after a song that he had recorded by Neil Diamond. And then, uh, you know, Afternoon Delight, so I got a chance to see quite a bit of out of old friends of uh, the retirement home in Kentucky. And uh, Mr. Bacharach supported a lot of the industry charities, including the Gregson Foundation. Yes, he did. Karma, the California Retirement, and old friends. He did a lot of things behind the scenes. wasn't looking for any attention. Just did it because he's a good guy. And uh, you know, people like that, you got to respect. You know, he's just a, a, an industry captain, no matter what he did. But to have him in the horse industry and representing us, I mean, how lucky were we? You know, I'm going to have Kurt Hoover on in hour two after Billy Kilmer. I will tell you this, John. I was trackside down there at the winter circle. Uh, covering the 1995 Santa Anita Derby, that was, I think, it could have been, it could have been the loudest I've ever heard it at Santa Anita. You had Larry the Legend with Gary Stevens, who had just returned from Hong Kong, you know, riding for Craig Lewis, Kent DeSormos on Afternoon Delights for Richard Mandela. They were head and head. It was an absolutely tremendous race. And in the end, it was Larry the Legend, and that ended up being his last start. But that's a Santa Anita Derby. I think anybody was there, they'll never forget. 
I was there, and the horses were so far apart from the inside to the outside of the racetrack, you couldn't tell who won. Yep. And I think if, uh, there was a third horse in that photo, too, and I, I can't remember the name off the top Jum of my Run. head, Mike. But, I think it was Jumron. Yeah, Jumron. And I think the rider on Jumron <laughs> raised his stick because he thought he won it. So Almeida. it was just a great yeah. – yeah, it was a great race to watch. That's right, the fiddler, yeah. And uh, it was uh, – I was surprised that, that Larry the Legend won. I didn't think he got there, but the angle I was at, I couldn't tell. Yeah. And then, Bert, I, I guess you'd have to say maybe his biggest moments in the game came with trainer Pedro Marti, who was an old friend uh, of, of, of Lazaro Barrera's. They had a filly by the name of Heartlight Number 1. She won five stakes in a row uh, in 1983, uh, including uh, a handicap at Belmont Park, and she ended up being the Eclipse Award-winning three-year-old filly. So, uh, that, that, and he owned and bred Heartlight Number 1. That, that was pretty big. And, you know, Lafitte and Kai rode a lot of races for him, and uh, he had only nice things to say about Bert Backrack and his family. And, uh, is, again, he, you watch what this guy did, how he did it, and uh, that's where I'll, I respect him even more. Just he did things the right way no matter what he did. I'll say this as a human being about Bert, and it came through Lafitte. I was very fortunate. I knew I had to write an obit right away. Word got out that he had passed. Uh, and I... I I got a hold of Lafitte, and he told me the story of how, you know, his wife, Linda, uh, she'd committed suicide, uh, and, and his kids were very young. I believe this was 1984. And he told me that he'll never forget what Bert did for him. He said just about every weekend he would take me and my kids out to dinner and stayed in touch with me and and really, really stepped up knowing what Lafitte was going through. And uh, that 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 really kind of touched me, you know. That that that's a measure of the man. Uh, exactly. That's what we're talking about, Mike. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For sure. Anyway, hey, John, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Look forward to catching you and Bob Ike and company uh, this coming Saturday, nine to ten, right here on AM eight thirty. In the meantime, good luck today on all fronts. All right. Good luck out there at the races, and uh, we'll see you out there next weekend. Okay, terrific. We'll step aside real quick. Coming back strong with Toby Terrell of Winners Card Millie Ball unavailable today. But Toby Terrell uh, going to finish things up here in hour one. Don't forget, number 17, Billy Kilmer, 50 years after his Super Bowl against the undefeated 17-0 Miami Dolphins, joins us at the top of the next hour. He'll be followed by FanDuel's Kurt Hoover. That and more straight ahead. Radio. AM 830. Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon. From Toyota of Orange, well, you won't get 
Racing fans, join us on Big Game Sunday for great racing and good times at Spectacular Santa Anita. Special early first post time is at 11 a.m., so whether you like the Chiefs or the Eagles, get your Big Game Sunday started with us here at Spectacular Santa Anita with free admission, parking, drink specials, and Serona Sports Bar, and much more. Sunday's racing will be highlighted by the $100,000 Lady of Shamrock Stakes for three-year-old fillies at a mile on turf. Make plans to celebrate Valentine's Day with us next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with reserved seating and a Valentine's gift basket, visit our website for details. Fans, be sure to check out our all-new first Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout, covering five races at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each weekend throughout our classic meet. And don't forget, we offer free admission and parking each Friday, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Just east of Pasadena and Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292 Life's a beach so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at Sammy'sOriginal.com. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's 
Chemo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleChemo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chemo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Racing fans, join us on Big Game Sunday for great racing and good times at Spectacular Santa Anita. Special early first post time is at 11 a.m., so whether you like the Chiefs or the Eagles, get your Big Game Sunday started with us here at Spectacular Santa Anita with free admission, parking, drink specials, and Serona Sports Bar, and much more. Sunday's racing will be highlighted by the $100,000 Lady of Shamrock Stakes for three-year-old fillies at a mile on turf. Make plans to celebrate Valentine's Day with us next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with reserved seating and a Valentine's gift basket, visit our website for details. Fans, be sure to check out our all-new first Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout, covering five races at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each weekend throughout our classic meet. And don't forget, we offer free admission and parking each Friday, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Just east of Pasadena and Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. Los Angeles, the genius of Burt Backrack, Hal David, and Dion Warwick. Uh, let's uh, a quick reminder, folks, before we get a, get a hold of Toby Terrell up at Santa Anita. Check out the Derby Room on Big Game Sunday. They got a lot going on out there, and of course, free admission, free parking every single day at the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. So easy to get to, right there off White Avenue on the northeast corner of the fairgrounds. That's the Derby Room, where you can quite often find Bob Ike uh, hanging out there, an outstanding food and beverage presentation. They've got enough live tellers uh, on and all kinds of self-bet machines. Get into the Derby Room out there at Fairplex Park in Pomona and uh, tell Armin and staff, you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. All right, right now we get up to Santa Anita and check in with the aforementioned Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. Toby, good morning. How are things going? First things first, any plans for the Super Bowl? Are you going to make any moves? That's a, I, just, I don't know, Mike. I might get that wild hair. You know, just uh, the uh, blood is flowing already, hearing that Kurt's coming on like old times. And uh, we got uh, many establishments around here. But I, I did want to throw my two cents in on Burt Bacharach because uh, – Number one, he went out a winner, I believe, with Do Bad Day. And secondly, uh, he went to right to the last day spotting talent uh, because he spotted Adele, I guess, at a very early stage of everything. And, of course, the rest is history there. 
Yeah, he and along with his wife, uh, Jane, and our condolences to her and the entire family. Uh, they did have a winner at Santa Anita a couple of weeks ago, Duvet Day, I believe an Irish bread. So uh, congratulations, and uh, you just wish there could have been more, but he had one heck of a run, Toby. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the eight-race card, and we finished with a crescendo. The eighth and final is the $100,000 Lady of Shamrock at a flat mile on the grass. We get started early. At 11 a.m., Toby, I'm going to get a little bit greedy because we've got six first-time starters uh, in race five today, uh, and we've got a couple in here with good established form. Any strong thoughts in any direction there in the fifth three-year-old maiden fillies at six furlongs out of the turf shoot? Well, the the five horse in here, Irish Rose, trained by Hall of Fame veteran uh, Neil Drysdale, uh, he doesn't crank him up too often first time out, but I'll tell you what, if he does uh, get serious out there uh, today, look out for number five, Irish Rose. The talent is there. We'll, we'll see what happens uh, when the gates open. I'll tell you what else is there, 10 to 1 on the morning line. So that's interesting. And Drysdale's also got another horse, another first-timer on the far outside, number 10, disruptive artist, and he got Edwin Maldonado, 15 to 1 there. Uh, your best bet for radio today, Toby? Well, the last race uh, today, uh, the four horse in here, A.G. Bullet, came in via San Luis Ray Downs and got hammered at the windows. Rightly so. And after that happens, you, you start scratching your head and say, well, was this the real deal? Or what was going on? Well, I'll tell you what. I got to watch him train here at Santa Anita out of that win, and this is the real deal. This horse can run. So I'm looking forward to him hopefully uh, kicking off the Super Bowl for us uh, with a win in your uh, closing stake race. George Papa Padromo, the trainer and the rider, now A.G. Bullet, uh, uh, Kentucky Bread Philly by Twirling Candy. It's going to be Frankie DeTore, and you'd have to think she's going to show plenty of speed here, Toby. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure. Folks, we're out of time. Hour one, stay with us. Number 17, Billy Kilmer. First up, top of the next hour. Don't go away. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate, Fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at sammysoriginal.com. 
Racing fans, join us on Big Game Sunday for great racing and good times at Spectacular Santa Anita. Special early first post time is at 11 a.m., so whether you like the Chiefs or the Eagles, get your Big Game Sunday started with us here at Spectacular Santa Anita with free admission, parking, drink specials, and Serona Sports Bar, and much more. Sunday's racing will be highlighted by the $100,000 Lady of Shamrock Stakes for three-year-old fillies at a mile on turf. Make plans to celebrate Valentine's Day with us next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with reserved seating and a Valentine's gift basket, visit our website for details. Fans, be sure to check out our all-new first Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout, covering five races at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each weekend throughout our classic meet. And don't forget, we offer free admission and parking each Friday, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Just east of Pasadena and Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448-6455, mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. Attention Los Alamitos racing fans. There'll be no live racing at Los Alamitos this weekend, but we'll be back before you know it. Next Saturday night at the Orange County track. And when we return next Saturday evening, night racing's best bets will also be on tap with the early and late pick fours plus our $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights. We'll add 10000 to the pick six pool on Sunday if there's not a carryover. That's more money for you, the horse player, to win. And coming up on February 18th and 19th, our stakes action heats up with the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Winter Derby and Grade 1 Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship. The Winter Final will be held on February 18th, while the Winter Championship on February 19th will feature Round 3 between World Champion Impressum and multiple Grade 1 winner Apolitical Pence. They've split their first two career matchups. Who will win the third meeting? And racing fans, you can still enjoy all the simulcast racing action at Los Alamitos this weekend, featuring all the top daytime tracks from around the country. No live racing this weekend at Los Alamitos, but we look forward to great action next Saturday night. Thank you, racing fans, and we'll see you at the races. Thoroughbred owners and breeders, if you're looking for a full-service, professionally managed facility right here in Southern California, look no further than George Yeager's BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. From conception to starting gate, from breeding, mare care and foaling, to racetrack preparation, and state-of-the-art rehabilitative care, BG Thoroughbred Farm is the place for you. Owned by George Yeager and managed by Marcos Menavar, BG Thoroughbred Farm is located atop 51 acres of prime sandy loam and is just 90 minutes from Santa Anita, Del Mar, and Los Alamitos. With a 5-8 mile training track that includes a starting gate, BG has 28 pastures with year-round grass, along with a layup barn that includes runout pins and numerous sand pins for turnouts that'll keep your horse safe and ready to return to racing. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit bgthoroughbredfarm.com or give Marcos Menavar a call at 951-654-9100 BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hammett. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Owners of a registered California-bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California-bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway, or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a accommodating we can't wait to go back there you have it take the 605 to the 405 exit at seal beach boulevard west to pacific coast highway and you're there at 16401 pch go ahead and get away for the day make your sunset suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 that's sunset suites at 562-592-2292 life's a beach so enjoy it at sunset suites there they go. O'Hara lost the rider. Native Diver is going to the front. Gamely and Rising Market nose and nose. And Gamely is the winner by a nose rising. Marketry has the weight advantage. Farm Away has the class. Which one's going to win it? Farm Away, Marketry. Farm Away. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by spectacular Santa Anita Park. Proud host of the Breeders' Cup World Championships in November. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Taken from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange. South Bay Toyota and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. Come see us and check out our stallion roster for 2023. Visit our website or schedule an in-person farm tour with Marcos Menavar. By Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Ragged and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein, betonbruce.com. By the all-new Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Mary Jungers and make your reservations now at 
780 race and by Western Rooter, the best in the West. And now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mavria. Once again, a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us on Super Bowl Sunday. If you're going racing today, as we said an hour ago, you better get going. First post time today at Santa Anita at 11 a.m., an eight-race card, and we finish up, uh, we save the best for last, the eighth and fi- best for last, the eighth and final going to be the $100,000 Lady of Shamrock Stakes, uh, three-year-old fillies at a mile on grass, and should also note, uh, no live racing tonight at Los Alamitos. They'll be back uh, next Saturday night, and uh, of course they are open for all the simulcast action uh, from around the country. As advertised right now, we're going to kick off Hour 2 with a, a very good friend and a legendary figure in the annals of the National Football League, a member of the College Football Hall of Fame. I don't know how many people realize he led the nation in total offense his senior year at UCLA back in 1960, was subsequently selected in the first round by the San Francisco 49ers, a two-time All-Pro in the 1970s with the Washington Redskins, number 17, Billy Kilmer, 50 years after his Super Bowl seven against the undefeated Miami Dolphins. Billy Kilmer, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Mike. Can you believe it's 50 years already? I can't. What about you? Yes, well, it seems like yesterday, believe me. Absolutely unbelievable, and and so much has changed. And I want to get into all of that, but, Billy, I'll throw you a little bit of a curve here. I don't have any injury report from Phoenix, but in the last hour I did get an update. Good news, Billy, the police blotter is clean. No arrests, no detentions <laughs> overnight. So everybody's going to suit up, and, and as we know, that's important. And in years past, some guys have managed to find a little bit of trouble, but that wasn't the case overnight and throughout the week. Billy, it's been 50 years uh, since the Super Bowl. I mentioned how things have changed in every regard. You think of replay, but I think of the media, and I also think of the entertainment aspect of it, Billy. Uh, these days, there, there's so much expected of everybody and throughout the season. You think a head coach is a tough loss. They're still required to go in there and, and face the media for a period of time, Q&A. Same thing, it seems like, with losing quarterbacks. That, 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 uh, that, that's, that's a tough assignment when you lose, is it not? Oh, yeah, that definitely was, uh, you know, uh, uh... I can remember it. It was lucky. We we didn't have to meet with the media like that. The media came to us. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. In the Coliseum down in that, you know, locker room, every uh, 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 football player had its own cubicle. You know, you had to come in your own little room together. So, you know, I had my little room together, and uh, they couldn't get a lot of reporters in it. So, I did, yeah. you know, it was... It, you know, it, it it happens. It it never changes. If you you have to stand up, you know, on a stage and talk to them, or they come to you, it's the same thing. They ask the same questions. You know. Right, right. And, and Billy, you know, thinking of that Super Bowl, Super Bowl seven, I, I didn't realize to this day the Dolphins are the only team to win a Super Bowl having been shut out in the second half, but that was the case, and they end up winning 14-7. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it, our defense played super that day, you know, and they and they played super all year long, you know, and uh, they had shut out, you know, uh, with no touchdowns the two previous uh, playoff games, mm-hmm. 
you know, and that's uh, that really is why we, I think, ended up the favorite, or we started out the favorite. Three-point anyway. favorite. Yeah, and because of those, you know, our defense playing goes good, and offensively we played good, too. But, right. Uh, I had a bad game that day, year. I mean, uh, and, you know, I you couldn't uh, get the ball over the goal line. We just had a tough time. We moved it pretty good in the second half. But we didn't score a touchdown. And, yeah. Uh, we did get a touchdown on a fluke. That, you know, they replay it all the time. You premium, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> trying to throw the ball. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> well, hey, Billy, I, I mentioned the entertainment aspect of it. As we know now, I mean, the Super Bowl halftime show is such a big deal. It's 25 minutes. And that, along with the TV timeouts, that th- that we have now, and you see it in Division One college football as well. That's got to be hard. How do you maintain your focus, and you just start maybe getting a defense on their heels, and everything just comes to a complete stop, Billy? Well, it really does. Uh, you know, uh, the halftime. You know, d- during the season is fifteen minutes, and uh, we're in there. We got barely time to. Uh, Maybe just go to the bathroom and get out and go go back on the field. You know, the, right. the coaches don't have much time to talk to you. But the Super Bowl, it was at 25 minutes, maybe 30 at the time. I, don't, I forgot, right. but it seemed an awful long time. And, you know, as a player, you want to get out there and play. you you, you got all this stoppage and all this hoopla. And, you know, for a first-time you're in that in that situation. It's a, it's a lot different, and uh, sometimes football doesn't come, you know, first with right. your, your 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 mind is always on what's going on around you when it ought to be on the game. Exactly, and as a player, I know you're never out there watching the halftime thing. But Billy, it used to be marching bands. I think that was the case in your Super Bowl, and a friend of yours, I think, helped arrange the halftime show. Is that not correct? Yeah, Ben Bollinger. Yeah, right. he was the guy that kind of arranged everything. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but I didn't get to see it. I guess it had to be good when but Ben did it. My my point is this: I mean, marching bands. That's like man, that's covered wagon days the the way it is now, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Now you got Rihanna and right all of you know all the good entertainers out there, and yeah, it's different. It's different, no doubt. Well, I mean, as far as the entertainment's concerned, you know, football players, you know, they, they're they ready to go, you know, and they, they would care less about what's going on on a, on a halftime show. Let, let's talk about X's and O's now. We got the, the fluff out of the way. Let's talk about the game, and maybe <laughs> okay. some of the listeners can make some money uh, listening to Billy, a guy like Billy Kilmer, who has been there and done that. Patrick Mahomes, uh, considered the best player in football, had that terrible high ankle sprain. I don't know how he did it, Bill, but he came back in a week and he led him to that victory in the AFC Championship game. He's had two weeks now. I know you haven't been at their practices, but in a general sense, what's your take on this guy as an athlete and what do you think his 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 mobility quotient is going to be today compared to if he was 100%? Well, it's now it's uh, three weeks after the injury. I think it'll be all right. Uh, I had a similar thing happen to me, uh, uh, actually a Super Bowl year against Philadelphia. We, we clinched the, 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 uh, title and, and, uh, you know, uh, with 11 and one or something. And 
the but division. In the game, I had yeah. a, a guy laid on my ankle, and uh, I, I didn't think I could play the next week. And the next week we were playing Dallas in Dallas, and uh, but we had clinched, uh, you know, the home field advantage and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I kept the, uh, the ankle in ice water for three days. I didn't even practice for you know the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that week, and I put it in ice, and I got the swelling down, and I ended up playing and didn't play too bad. Dallas beat us, but, you know, they, he, uh, Coach Allen didn't play Charlie Taylor, didn't play uh, Larry Brown and uh, our fullback, Charlie Haraway. They didn't play. There's a lot of guys that didn't play mm-hmm. in those last two games because it didn't mean much to us. We wanted to be healthy for the uh, Playoffs, but my ankle. I went and played the rest. Of, you know, if you do the right things and listen to the trainers, he's going to be fine. I think he's. You know, he's had a couple weeks down to rehab it, and I guess he's been practicing. So I, I would say he's almost a hundred percent. Okay. I got to see him out in the field first. You know. it, right, but Billy, it, it's been a long time now since uh, I know you were all over the Eagles when they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I think what twenty seventeen. Uh, what about today's game? H- how do you see it? And uh, so much is made of the physicality of the Eagles. You know their their O line, their D line, and they've had a phenomenal year, and they've got an outstanding quarterback themselves and Jalen Hurts, but. Uh, how do you see the game? Who do you like with with the Eagles favored by a point and a half? Yeah, I I tell you what, I I think that uh, the the game's going to go over probably. I I think it will. Uh, I think both teams are you know they got two good offenses, not to uh, you know to to move the ball and score. Uh, I I the reason I like Kansas City and I there is one reason. Is because Mahomes has been there before. He's been in two Super Bowls. He's doesn't the hoopla doesn't mean a thing to him. Now Hurts, this is his first shot in there, and you know it is different when it's the first time, and you you can't get caught up in all that. Uh, and it's really more today than even when I was playing. So you get all the you know. Uh, interviews with the press and all that. Distractions, like, yeah. A lot of distractions. So I, I'm going with Kansas City, and, uh, you know, I heard a lot of money going in on the Eagles, and some places it's two points somewhere. So I, I don't know. I like Kansas City just because of the the quarterback's been there before and has done it. Right. And, Billy, this is different. I mean, now, Jalen Hurts, he's had a great year. He's been in a national championship game, but as we know, Saban gave him the hook at halftime and he put two in, and, and Alabama wins. But, I mean, this is different. So, for you, advantage Kansas City here. Well, Kansas City's got to do one thing they got to keep Hurts in the pocket, and they yeah. can't let him run around. Or, you know, he's he got some design runs, too. They, they run that, that pass option. Pretty darn good. So yeah. they got to stop that. And if they could keep him in the pocket and stop him from, you know, running for a hundred yards or close to it, then uh, the Kansas City is going to be there. Right. Hey, hey Billy. Last thing. I, I know you told me game time for your Super Bowl fifty years ago here at yeah, the LA Coliseum. It was earlier than everybody was kind of accustomed to. 
I think 3.30 is well within everybody's range today, but what about routine and and the butterflies? I, I would imagine the best thing to do is take that first snap, maybe get hit, uh, you know, just just get in action. Am I right? Well, look, I've, that year, that Super Bowl started at noon. and uh, Pacific. Wow. Uh, yeah, Pacific time, noon. It That's was early. 3.30 in the east. And, and, you know, believe me, it is too early for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm used to 4 o'clock games or, you know, even 1 o'clock games. But, uh, you know, uh, I remember driving. We, we stayed down in Orange County at a, a down there and driving up to the Coliseum, you know, the day of the game. And it was 8 o'clock in the morning. You know, oh. That, you know, uh, right at, we had pregame meal at eight in the morning, and then you know yeah. we, uh, I had a car there and drove a couple of guys, and we were driving to the Coliseum. And it, you know, it was like eight in the morning, and we got there around nine or something. Like that. Oh man! And they, you know, it, it just uh, it was different. I didn't like it. I I I didn't. I thought it was. Uh, you know, it was. They never did it again. I'll right, tell you that. Right. Well, at eight a.m., I think that's about the time Max McGee was coming in. Uh, <laughs> that first Super Bowl, he didn't even think he was going to play. He ended up being the MVP. So, that's right. Yeah, he well, was you loose. Know, even that, those Super Bowls that were played out there were later in the afternoon. You know, they. they I don't know why they came up with noon. Right. I don't know. Well, hey, Billy, it, it, it's a pleasure catching up. 50 years later, and uh, I wish we could change the result, but, you know, we can't. It's chiseled in, in stone, as Dwayne Lucas likes to say. So, yeah, and, you know, me me living in Florida down here in Miami area, Fort Lauderdale, I get to see this, you know, uh, every year, and uh, I kind of try to hide around Super Bowl time. <laughs> I know, they replay all of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I I was with you one time, Dyron Talbert, Myron Patios, and uh, they faked that pitch to Mercury Morris, handed it off to uh, Larry Zonka. Kuchenberg uh, hit Patios with a crack pack. He was a middle linebacker, and <laughs> and uh, Zonka ran for 47 yards, and Patios is watching it, and there was an expletive that came out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. So the memories do linger. Billy, it, it's great catching up, and uh, hopefully you can make it out to Santa Anita this winter. I will. I'll be out there. Thank you, Mike. It's always fun to talk to you. All right. I'll, a pleasure. And enjoy the Super Bowl, Billy Kilmer. I will. I appreciate it. Uh, all right. Now let's right now. We, I think we're going to get down to San Clemente and check in with uh, Kurt Hoover on behalf of FanDuel. Hey, Kurt. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. Always enjoy listening to my friend Billy Kilmer and reminisce about past Super Bowls and everything else. What a what a great guy. Boy, twelve noon. That's pretty early tea time Whoa. for uh, for Billy Whoa. Kilmer. <laughs> that, you know, Mike, I, that Super Bowl that I, I've reading up on it. Uh, the Dolphins stayed that year in Long Beach at the hotel right across from where I live, which is now gone, the Long Beach Marina Hotel. And it's really? gone. They, they got rid of it about two or three years ago. Yeah, but they stayed in that hotel, which literally is across the street. I could walk to it when it was there. But that's where they stayed, and I, I laughed with Billy. They, the Dolphins, why I took that same drive up to the 405 and the 110 and yeah. get to the Coliseum, man. It's a, a different world back then, Mike. Pre-game meal at 8 a.m. That's uh, wow. <laughs> I couldn't do that, Mike. That's a, that's a little early to eat That's anything, a little bit no much. And, 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 you know, Kurt, I, I think you heard this story from our good friend, the late Jack Disney, who 
was a member of the, the old L.A. Herald Examiner sports section and then did such a great job in publicity with Hollywood Park and, and with us at Santa, Santa Anita. Yeah, he covered that first Super Bowl, which was not co- called the Super Bowl. It was right. the AFL-NFL championship game. But he said Vince Lombardi used had the reporters that week. He'd have them up to his uh, his hotel room. I think they were staying in Thousand Oaks. And Vince, he, he what, what are you drinking, Jack? And he'd mix drinks for the guys. <laughs> Amazing how things have changed. Right. That's, a, that's like such a different world. The first Super Bowl I remember uh, when I was a kid uh, was a 1971 Super Bowl. So I'd have been uh, eight years old. And I just remember my, I was with my parents and my sister. We were on vacation in Palm Springs. And nobody, as you know, at that time, Mike, when people watched the Super Bowl were sports fans. It was not a big deal. Nobody really cared. There were no parties, prop bets. And I just remember Jim O'Brien kicking that winning field goal when the Colts right. beat Dallas. Colts. First Super Bowl memory I have. Yeah, 1971. I was eight, eight years old. But, boy, that's yeah. going back a long time. I mean, yeah. I remember the first one. Uh, it was blacked out here in L.A., Kurt, because it didn't sell out. You know, Coliseum yeah. held 100,000. And uh, so the L.A. Times ran this sketch of how you could put a broomstick with hangers up on top of your roof and you could maybe catch the microwave signal going down to San Diego or up to Santa Barbara. That's where a lot of people went to watch the damn game. So we got up on my friend Brad Prather. His dad was Jack, just a great guy. Got up there with this thing, and it was just snow. (laughs) Zero. And that was on both networks. That was on CBS and NBC. Really? Another really strange thing. Yeah, it was on both networks. One was the AFL network, one was the NFL, and that that game was on both of those. And again, it it just was a game. Like, even until, I don't know when it changed, maybe about 30 years ago or so, because even when I was growing up in the 70s, early 80s, when the Rams played the Steelers, it still was just a game for people who are sports fans, right? It, it wasn't the production or the deal it is uh, in this day and age, that's for sure. Yeah, and the name Super Bowl, we thought it sounded stupid, you know, when they first named it that. <laughs> but it came from Lamar Hunt, and he had invented the Super Bowl. Remember that? Which we all had as kids. Oh, right. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The Super Bowl, yeah. So they they went from that, that, named the game that, and the rest is history. It, it, it rest caught is on. history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's slightly caught on, Mike. It, just a little bit. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Kurt, listen, uh, l- let's talk Santa Anita. Before we get a selection from you, uh, y- your take, uh, you know, on the jockey situation. Happy to report Joe Bravo's okay. Uh, he was released from Huntington Memorial last night, 11 p.m., uh, no broken bones. All of his tests uh, were okay, according to his agent, Matt Nakatani, but he has opted not to ride today. So Frankie DeTore, uh takes over on AG Bullet. Uh, for uh, George Papa Padramo in, in today's eighth and final, the Lady of Shamrock Stakes. But in terms of the jockey situation, coming in, I mean, it just looked like the depth of this colony was, was I mean, uh, quite a bit deeper than it had been in recent years. But despite that, a guy named Juan Hernandez has just taken off with things. Yeah, absolutely dominated, Mike. There's no other way to describe that. He is far, far in front of the field. Uh, he's getting all the live mounds. And he's tripled up the second place guy. So he's been dominant, Mike. The, the guys who kind of under the radar, I don't know if under the radar, but I thought Tiago Pereira, um, he's having a really good meet. He yes. hasn't ridden a lot, but he's sitting at a very good percentage. You and I have talked often about Edwin Maldonado. I was a member of his fan club way before everybody else jumped on. He's riding very, very well. Yep. Ked Stormo is, is looking good in old form, Mike, winning races, starting to ride better horses. Yes. Uh, yeah, those are the guys that kind of jump out at me. Ramon Vasquez, kind of a slow start, but he's picking things up a little bit and getting going, too. So those are the guys. And Hector Berrios. He, he and oh Jeff my. Mullins have been a deadly combination. Mike, Unbelievable. And, and prices. 
right? Yep. Not six to five shots. Horses that have been paying prices. And Barrios, is, I was talking to somebody at the track yesterday. We both had the same description of his riding style. Very patient. He can wait. Quiet can on wait, the horse. Especially on the turf. Very quiet, Mike. And yep. he can finish. Yeah, a very underrated rider, I think. Yeah, uh, he's he's been a great addition. And uh, so, I mean, just a lot of ways. And, and Frankie DeTore, of course, a European legend. Uh, he, this is going to be his last season. And, and Kurt, you watch him ride, and, and you're looking at greatness. He's not riding that many, but he is a great rider. Yeah, he is, Mike. Yeah, I, thinking about that, watching DeSormo and DeTore, you know, they could be fathers of a lot of these riders. I mean, that's how older they are than the competition, and they still both look so good on horses, right? Yeah. They just have that. That natural, they look good. They get run out of horses, and it's a pleasure to watch those guys ride. Even at, at well, you got to say at an advanced age for other sports, but that's yep. not in our sport. You can still ride at that age. Yes, sir. All right, Kurt, uh, we're down to it. Uh, first of all, in, in the Super Bowl today, in, any any advice for us punters? Yeah, I've, I like the Eagles, Mike, but it seems like too many people like them. As you know, when everyone's on the same side, whether it's Scary. a horse or a team, it never works out, Mike. And I've asked everybody I know who I respect their opinion, who gambles, who bets sports. Not one person likes the Chiefs. Everyone likes the Eagles, which worries me. But I do like the Eagles. My one uh, caveat, Mike, I don't like betting against Andy Reid, who's had two weeks to get a game plan together. That's not my idea of a good time, but I'm going to do it. But the bet I prefer is the under. I really like the under 51. I just don't see Mm -hmm. these two teams getting into a shootout. Two very good coaches, one great defense, and one solid defense. You look back at the AFC Championship game, the Chiefs did nothing in the second and third quarters. Didn't move the ball, didn't score, and that was against the Bengals' defense. Eagles have the best defense, Mike. I'm looking 24-20 Eagles, somewhere in that range, but I like under 51. There's been a lot of talk this week about Mahomes, and it's pointed out uh, he's played in two Super Bowls, eight quarters, and guys are saying he's had one good quarter out of eight. Uh, that that doesn't mean he, he's not going to be on today, but... That's kind of an interesting number. Yeah, what concerns me with the Chiefs, Mike, is except for Kelsey, the, the other receivers are backups. And Pedestrian. Guys, yep. right? They're, they're just guys. That's how and great that, that quarterback is. Yeah. To do what they've done. guys against the Eagles defense yep. doesn't really excite me. But, again, I, I just not much against against Andy Reid. So I'm going to focus on the ender, Mike. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game than people think. All right, got to get going to Santa Anita. First post, 11 a.m. Who do you like? Going to go to the sixth race today, Mike. A maiden three-year-old event, an interesting field here, and it was a horse I was super impressed by down at Del Mar, and I hope he's moved forward. And that is number five, Skinner. His debut at Del Mar was way better than looks. He didn't break. He came rolling late, finished full of run, and galloped out in front. That's, I believe, one of the reasons Sheriffs ran him back in the Del Mar Futurity. He actually ran all right that day. He ran third, beaten by mm-hmm. Cave Rock, and having a meltdown. Those good horses, Mike. He's worked steadily for Sheriffs. He gets Lasix, Espinosa rides him, and I just think he, there's more to Skinner than we've seen, and he's a fair price on the line. And the favorites in the race I'm not thrilled with. So I'm going to go to number five, Skinner. I thought he's a fair price, 5-1 to one on John White's morning line. And, Kurt, Victor knows what he's got. He's ridden him in all three of his races. I, I make that a huge plus. Yeah, for sure, Mike. And in the, the American Pharaoh, he was beating Victor, wrapped up on him and took care yeah. of him. Sheriffs put him away, as is his style with these type of horses, and I just think this is a, a promising horse. I look for him to run big today at a decent price. All right, Kurt says it's in the sixth race, uh, it's it's number five Skinner uh, at five to one. Victor Espinosa for John Sheriffs and the CRK stable. Post time for race six, one thirty Pacific. Hey, Kurt, it's always a lot of fun, and uh, we'll see you at the races. 
Thank you very much, Mike. Enjoy Super Bowl Sunday, and good talking to you. Likewise. We'll step aside real quick. Coming back strong with uh, Bet on Bruce Finkelstein, Bob Mazursky, Toby Callip from South Florida, Jonathan Hardoon on the horizon to close this one out. Don't go away. Radio AMA 30. Attention, Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room, located at Fairplex Park, is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere, and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a 
accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard, west to Pacific Coast Highway, and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimmel's, you'll be glad you did. And welcome back. Hour two, Thoroughbred Los Angeles on this Super Bowl Sunday. Let's get up to Las Vegas right now and say hello to bet on Bruce. Bruce Finkelstein. Hey, Bruce, how you doing? Good morning, Mike. How's it going? Going good. Uh, before we talk about Golden Gate and Santa Anita, I, I got to ask you, who do you like in a big game? <clears throat> I'm going to be uh, contrary in this one. I like the Chiefs. Uh, okay. I kind of think that they played in the better conferences this year. Uh, they beat, a, I think, an outstanding team in, in the Bengals uh, leading up. I, I, I kind of think that maybe Philly's a tad overrated with two blowout wins in the playoffs. <laughs> Look, they beat a, an overachieving Giants and a team without a quarterback in the 49ers. They're good. I don't think they're great. I trust Mahomes more uh, and uh, Kelsey and, and Andy Reid. So, uh, gun put to my head, I'll go Kansas City. Okay, terrific. Uh, l- let's talk Golden Gate Fields. And we had an upset up there yesterday in that El Camino Real Derby. Uh, it was the Ed Moger horse, and I don't – let's see if I can find it. Uh, you know, he got the money and now he's eligible uh, to run in the Preakness. And uh, that was number two, Chase the Chaos. Right. And uh, got the money, three to one on the morning line. I didn't see what he paid, but uh, an upset up there in their big race. Yeah, I think he was four to one. And uh, there's a case of a horse that had uh, the races over the synthetic track. He was uh, second in the gold rush behind Paso Rondo, came back with a huge seventh-length allowance win, and he just likes that surface. I thought Gilmore kind of struggled a little bit, even though he's yes. second. Mike, he never looked that comfortable. He, uh, Valdivia gave him a good ride. He just had a shove on him. He didn't have that push-button response. He ran well, but I think the horse that cared for the surface more, that was the big difference maker of uh, Chase the Chaos beating Gilmore. I, I agree, Bruce. Yeah. He, and Gilmore got off at 9-5, to five, uh, Baffert and Jose Valdivia. And, uh, you know, Steve Speck, my good friend, his Passerondo, I don't know if you watched him finishing up. I mean, he was never a threat to win it, but it really seemed like he hit his best stride late, galloped out strong. So, you know, you'll, you want to win, but I think they got to be encouraged by the way he finished up. Yeah, he, you know, I think he kind of peaked out a little bit uh, when he won the gold rush. Race at Santa Anita wasn't as good. He's kind of a little up and down. He's got a lot of a talent, but Mike, I don't know that he puts his best efforts back to back. Passerano, he's kind of a, a tough horse to gauge from race to race. Okay, we get underway at eleven fifteen, an eight race card today uh, up there at Golden Gate Fields on the East Bay. Where are you going for radio, Bruce? Well, let's go with Neil Drysdale in the in the eighth race at Golden Gate. The number four horse Octane is a horse that had run. Uh, mostly in Southern California in routes on the turf, and uh, they totally uh, did an experiment with this mare in that they tried her not only sprinting but put her on the synthetic, and boy, did she respond. She actually had a little trouble at the start. The favorite 
from the rail kind of came over on her. Not that she's a quick sort, but she was dead last behind a slow tempo. And it was, Mike, it was in the rain. And I think that track was kind of dead because of the rains that day. But she had no speed, and she unfurled a huge late kick, making up six lengths from the eighth pole to the wire. Take a look at those last few strides. She was just getting going. Here's the good news. Even though she does face probably a little bit better group here today, there's a lot more speed for her to run out here today. I think that that should flatter her closing style. Maybe they figured her out that she's a late-running uh, sprinter on the synthetic. So race eight, let's go with the four octane at 4-1 to one on the morning line. Six furlongs on the synthetic to PETA and uh, post time for race eight at Golden Gate, eighth and final, 248 Pacific. Let's come south to Santa Anita. We get underway at 11 o'clock, eight of them, Bruce. Like a price play, Mike, in the fourth race, and that's the six, Kiz Lightning, who took a lot of betting support at 3-1. to one. And at first glance, it looks like a disappointing effort. But when you really dig deep, I thought this horse ran very well uh, in defeat. First off, uh, he dueled with a horse early by the name of Cat Bernay. Take a look at the internal fractions that were very fast. Then he had to he put him away. Then he had to take on a middle mover by the name of El Diablo Rojo. They kind of ran as a team to the eight ball. That's when he kind of dropped anchor and kind of lost it. Uh, but he ran a good five-eighths off a four-month layoff. One other note, that was a day at Santa Anita, Mike, and we don't see this very often, that closers dominated. They won all the sprint races, did closers. The outer part of the track was better. So I think when you put it all together, he ran against the bias off a long layoff and ran pretty well. I think today on maybe a little more fair track, uh, a little more fit here today. He's the speed of the speed. So in the fourth race, let's go with the sixth. His lightning at a fat eight to one on the morning line. Patty Gallagher and Umberto Rispoli get together here at six and a half on the main track. Post time for race four today at Santa Anita, twelve twenty nine. Again, we get underway early, eleven a.m. Bruce, I'll leave you with this. I, I want to acknowledge you sent me a nice note, uh, at, you know, about what we wrote on on Burt Backrack a few days ago. I know you were incredibly respectful. Of of hit the scope of his accomplishments, it's 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 kind of tough, to really, to to quantify what all he accomplished. Amazing, uh, maybe the greatest composer of the 20th century. I know that's saying a lot, but wow. I don't know that you could fit. There's not too many better. Um, and boy, the hits just—I mean, they're just too numerous. Uh, you know, an, an incredible composer. I remember Mike in the early '90s. He collaborated with Elvis Costello. It's a, yes, it's a it's a great album. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people heard it, but even you know, late into his career, he was still a, just a tremendous talent. Want to understand a great guy? Uh, he'll be missed, but boy, uh, his legacy lives on for sure. Bruce, well stated. Thank you so much. Have a have a great Super Bowl with the family. You too, Mike. Take care. All right, we'll close this segment out with. Uh, Bob Mazursky, he's he's a cheesehead, big Packer fan. They're not there again, but I know he's got an opinion on the big game. Bob M., good morning. Hey, Mike. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I like the Eagles. I think it'll be a close game, but I think they're. I think they just have an edge on the offensive and defensive line. Both Kansas City has good at both, but I think Philly's a little better. And I think that might be the difference. That that's pretty much consensus. A lot of people feeling that way, but as Kurt and I have talked, that's what's kind of scary. So many yeah, people exactly. landing on the Eagles. <laughs> You know, uh, wow, uh, you're so often wrong uh, in, in that uh, in that game and in, in these kind of match races in in uh, in, in the NFL. Hey, anyway, Bob, uh, eight of them today at Santa Anita. 
we're off at Los Alamitos tonight, but who, who do you like at the great race place? I'm going to go to the third race. I like number six, Violet Storm. She won last time for uh, uh, George Papadromo and Kenta Sarmo. I think she's well-spotted to come right back. She looks like she's improving, and I think if she repeats her maiden win, I think she can score right back. So number six, Violet Storm in race three. I took a look at her maiden 50 win uh, on January 22nd, actually this morning, Bob, on RTN, and she was just gradually making ground. She got up to win by a neck, but as you know, when it takes them a while, sometimes the light bulb goes on and she's realistically spotted with winners uh, for a $32,000 tag. Yeah, and um, she's facing a lot of horses that have been stuck at this level for a while. you know. Right. And so I like taking the maiden winners that just came, and I like to often come back and win right back. Okay, Bob. Hey, ha- have a great game. Uh, are, are you going anywhere special? Yeah, we're going to my daughter's house, so we'll watch it there. And uh, I enjoyed listening to you talk about Jack Dizzy with Vince Lombardi. He told me that story many times. The Packers back then, I actually practiced at UC Santa Barbara. So he okay. went out to Santa Barbara there for that. And then I wanted to watch the game, of course, as a little kid. And you could go out to Palm Springs and watch it. But my parents, of course, wouldn't drive me out there at, at that age. So I just had to listen to it on the radio. Yeah, like so many of the rest of us. And, and uh, a guy like Lombardi, you know, everybody knew – how how hard he was on the football field, uh, just a great football coach, but he was also a heck of a PR guy. The people that dealt with him, media, they liked Vince Lombardi, and and oh. Jack Disney was certainly one of them. No, absolutely. He talked about, you know, because he knew what a, Jack, of course, knew what a Packer fan I was, so he, I asked a lot of questions about, you know, those days, and he said, no, Vince was great to deal with. And I, I remember Diz telling a story about Bart Starr that week, they had set up an interview. He comes into Bart Starr's room, and he said he had a book. It was some kind of a motivational book. Do you remember that, Bob? Vaguely, yeah. You know, yeah, Bart was might have uh, been a Dale Carnegie book or so. I, I don't know. Could have been. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was a great experience. Obviously, hey, Bob, uh, thank you so much, and uh, uh, we'll try and get lucky with Violet Storm in race three. Post time for that eleven fifty nine. Have a great Sunday. You too, Mike. Take care. Thanks. You bet. We'll step aside one final time, coming back strong, heading to South Florida with Toby Callett, then take two with the one and only Jonathan Hardoon, the king of the Cowboys when it comes to handicappers. Don't go away. Radio AM 830. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our ID. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Racing fans, join us on Big Game Sunday for great racing and good times at Spectacular Santa Anita. Special early first post time is at 11 a.m., so whether you like the Chiefs or the Eagles, get your Big Game Sunday started with us here at Spectacular Santa Anita with free admission, parking, drink specials, and Serona Sports Bar, and much more. Sunday's racing will be highlighted by the $100,000 Lady of Shamrock Stakes for three-year-old fillies at a mile on turf. Make plans to celebrate Valentine's Day with us next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with reserved seating and a Valentine's gift basket, visit our website for details. Fans, be sure to check out our all-new first Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout, covering five races at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each weekend throughout our classic meet. And don't forget, we offer free admission and parking each Friday, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Just east of Pasadena and Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit.
segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, on this Super Bowl Sunday. Hope you're having a great weekend wherever you may be. And uh, one additional reminder, we get going early today, folks, in Arcadia. First post, an eight-race card at 11 a.m. Hope you can make it out. Let's get down to South Florida right now where they are underway. Should have a couple of races in the books. They get underway at uh, 1210 Eastern. Say hello to Toby Callett. Toby, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good. I mean, I'm looking at the horses entered today at Gulfstream. You got a lot of horses down there. Eleven races on Super Bowl Sunday. Eleven races. Uh, there's only 18 scratches on today's card. There were 25 on yesterday's card, and uh, they still filled most of the races. So, yeah, uh, I, I just cringe as to what's going to happen when April comes and uh, and the, and the uh, the birds are flowing north, so to speak. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see as the uh, um, I want to get this in quickly. Uh, I've heard the early part of the show and Billy Kilmer and, uh, you know, you've got uh, Cheesehead Bob and uh, everything. And Kurt came up with a horse in the sixth race today by the name of Skinner. And you know, I'm, I'm looking at the past performances and I'm shocked with all the Super Bowl stuff you guys are talking about that nobody mentioned the two horse Horning. I saw okay? that. Yeah. And yeah. You're talking about Vince Lombardi and, right. and I mean, the aptly named Horning. Uh, uh, out of the mare by the name of Golden Dummer. And, of course, Paul Horning, for those of you that might have forgotten, he went to Notre Dame, Louisville native. He was in the box seats at Gulfstream, and to steal a, a Jonathan Hardoon uh, uh, line from uh, last week when he spoke about his visit, uh, when Gulfstream was a, was a real place where they had box seats, and uh, you know, Paul, Paul Horning was there every day. And if he didn't have money, he'd borrow some so he could bet more. And he fired all day long, and... Of course, famous for the, uh, the light beer commercial of practice, practice, practice with the women on his arm. Well, so, uh, the, the golden boy, aptly named, and uh, he fired on a lot of fronts. As you know, uh, he was suspended sure. by Pete Rozelle along with Alex Karras for a full season for betting on uh, you know NFL games. And uh, in, in one, probably the greatest public relations job of all time, whoever that guy was at Notre Dame, I forget his name, but he pitched Paul Horning nationwide. I, I think Notre Dame, they had a terrible season Horning senior year. Might have been 0-10, maybe I'm exaggerating. But he won the Heisman over a guy named Jim Brown at Syracuse, 1957. Yeah, as much of a joke as could, could have been. I saw Jimmy Brown play early in his career when he was called Jimmy Brown before he just became Jim Brown. Yeah. Uh, when the when the Browns played the Steelers and Steelers weren't any good, but I mean he ran roughshod over the Steelers. He he was just so well, so much above everybody. Toby, else. our time is short. I saw his very last game. It was either the '65 or '66 Pro Bowl here in L.A. And uh, of course he played for the East Cleveland Browns. He was the MVP. Let's get to it though. Eleven of them at Gulfstream Park. Who do you like? Race nine. It's a dirt race. The seven is scratched. We're going with the five. Seduction. Todd Fletcher Trini, five over the nine, shade. The ten, okay, fine. And the three, four, noon. Five, nine, ten, three. Could be all you and me, Mike. And today's ninth at Gulfstream Park. Okay, and post time, 4.06 Eastern. Who is it in the Super Bowl, Toby Callett? Everybody tells me Eagles. I have two good friends that are Eagles fans. I'm rooting for them. But uh, I, I, I might be taking a walk during the entire game as opposed to when John Lindos taking a walk at halftime. Okay, good deal. Toby, thanks so much. Have a great day. 
Thanks, Mike. All right, we'll end it up. Uh, head to upstate New York and check in with Jonathan Hardoon, take two. John, come on out to Santa Anita. All right, Mike. I enjoyed the interview with Billy Kilmer. I loved him <laughs> growing up. I re- he was just a great player. He, and uh, Tough guy, uh, a leader of men, just an unbelievable athlete. But uh, he, he got it done in so many different ways. He was a general out there. Yes, he, really he was. was. Uh, he ran the show pretty good. Anyway, Mike, back to horse racing. Let's look at the sixth race today. It's a mile on the main track. It's a maiden special weight event. And I love the number one horse in here. I don't get it. This is a three-year-old colt who ran well in his first start. He was, it was six and a half furlongs. He was begging from an inside post. He had some trouble there. Now stretches out to two turns. Mario Gutierrez for Doug O'Neill, number one. I don't get it. Pick six, pick five, pick four single in today's sixth race. I'll tell you, if Paul Redham's at the races, I'm going to ask him, okay, what's behind this name? There's always a story with his horses. I don't get it. Probably about a race that didn't go or something, you know. But anyway, 5-2 to two on the morning line. Jonathan Hardoon says, push the button. I don't get it. Going to be the Raggers and Chiefs play of the day. Post time for race 6, 1.30. And again, John, your Super Bowl selection. I like Kansas City, Mike. I like Andy Reid. He's been there before. He's won it. That makes a big difference. And like you said, Pat Mahomes has been there as well. So, big edge, I think. You know, and to me, Jalen Hurts, tremendous talent. But, boy, this game's different, isn't it? I mean, I'm hoping he goes out and proves it. But until you do, I, I mean, there's still some doubt. There just is. There is, and he's got the national championship game hanging over his head as right? well. You know, and uh, I think he's going to be more nervous than people get. You know, thinking that he's going to be. Well, I, I think it's possible. I, I mean, it, it would be hard not to be. And again, I think as far as nerves go, the the best thing you can do is for the gate to open and and you're playing and you stop thinking about everything else. You know, you react. That, it can't start soon enough for them. Believe me. Exactly. Great call. Yeah, it's like waiting for your race to go. You're in the ninth race, and you're sitting there all day, and all you're doing is pacing. Exactly, yeah. Anyway, uh, Jonathan Hardoon says, race six, number one, I don't get it. Tell us about J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Three best plays, $10, full car, $25. Today we have Santa Anita, Aqueduct, Gulfstream, and Oakland selection. John, have a great Super Bowl Sunday, my friend. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. You bet, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. My sincere thanks to Leilani Mabri inside here at the Big A for making everything happen. Thanks to you folks for listening. Thanks to our sponsors. Have a great Sunday, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. been listening to thoroughbred los angeles brought to you by the all-new bit tavern in south arcadia just off the corner of 10th and live oak and by uncle kimo's kona coffee you can taste the aloha the preceding was a paid program opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of ama 30 its owners or management angels radio ama 30 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire, where Angels baseball lives. Get your red on and join us for the upcoming season of Angels Baseball. Visit angels.com to buy your tickets to upcoming games, including exciting matchups, giveaways, and more.
If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve.